rang full of laughter. My name is Lou A, and I'm a compulsive gambler. I made my last bet uh, 29 years ago shooting dice at an Atlantic City casino. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. In step nine, I continue with my ninth surrender. I asked those who I owe money to. For a three-month moratorium, my wife Millie and I have a pressure group meeting, and I'm on my way to a financial recovery. The moral amends took place when my behavior changed. When I am making amends and living just one day at a time, I see myself, I trust myself, and life with all its struggles becomes a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Todd, you want to go? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, Todd G. Um, last bet, uh, March 21st of 2000. Um, you know, I, to me, making amends, I think it's important uh, not only to remember my bad behavior, but also really understand the the recipient's uh, reactions and the damage that they received so I can truly understand the effects of my actions, not just what my actions were. Um, in step nine, I get to I get to find out from the sources how they were affected in reality because my reality is skewed. You know, not 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 only the things that I try to cover up, but when I consider the damages, even the damages, I I may remembering maybe misremembering it. Um, so you know that allows me to actually uh, do my step eight, and then on step nine to call people and and you know hopefully sit down and talk to them about what the reality was. Um, and uh, it's also important that I, I be fearless in, in remembering who I harm. So simple for me to remember the easy ones, my mom, my dad, you know, my family. That that one's easy, my ex-wife. But to dig deeper, which happened over time, and remember the people that maybe I either forgotten or just didn't want to remember, uh, kind of those in-between people. Um, with my, you know, my mother and father, I, I uh, found out mainly that by hiding away in my addiction and not facing family situations head on and lying, um, there was just a lack of closeness with my family that could have been uh, that I missed out on, and have started to uh, change uh, with my dad while he was alive for a couple of years when I was in GA my first two years, and now with my mom and brother. Um, over the you know the the next dozen years, uh, I, I've been able to become closer with them. Uh, I, in talking to my my family and you know, my parents, they just wanted me to get help. It's all they really wanted. Uh, they were hurt by what I did, but you know emotionally, a uh, little little bit of financially, uh, they they did actually have to uh, help me when my house got foreclosed on. Um, they had they had helped me. Uh, they they were my credit references for my house. So when I got foreclosed on, it actually affected their credit, and I have to remember that I did that. Um, my brother is disabled. He didn't quite understand what was going on, but he understood a little bit of it. And uh, basically, for him, gambling is bad. That's about as far as he can go with it. Um, 
my ex-wife uh, didn't really want to discuss it. We'd been, you know, divorced for six, seven years. But so I, I felt I kind of missed out on really hearing how it affected her, and I, I wish I could have had that. I I, um, I think it would have been good for her too, but she decided she really didn't want to talk to me about it. Um, but I did have an ex-girlfriend who surprisingly, uh, you know, a dozen years after having lived with her, uh, she really let me know how it affected her. So uh, she was really appreciative that she had the opportunity. And that's one thing about Step 9, too, that I like, is it gives other people the opportunity for healing, not just the compulsive gambler. And she really got a lot out of it. Um, had other friends who let me know they were just proud of me for getting better at a... Uh, business partner who was kind of shocked to hear about the severity of it uh, but the more he thought about it the more he realized that he maybe had a problem too and that that was up to him that wasn't me um, but there was value in that too so step nine to me I think was uh, the most positive um, that and step four were the most positives of the steps excellent um, I am Gary S. surrender date March 23rd 1997 um, you know, I, I think Todd indicated something that truly I, I felt. It, this was this wasn't hard for me to do this step and make amends and go up and talk to the people on it. It really wasn't hard to do the act. Um, it was hard to accept um, their opinions on it um, because in my in, in my throes of my addiction, you know, I wasn't even thinking how much I affected them or what I did, and I thought. I was a pretty good guy because not many people knew about my gambling, yet it affected a lot of them. And my mom, who um, was, is, and still to the day, um, my best supporter, um, when, I, when I talked to her about this step, that I'm doing this step, you know, it, it was well beyond that I had to make amends to her. Um, she was just so glad that I, I got into the program, got out of my depression, and, and I was doing well. They, she simply wanted a better life for me. Um, but when when we discussed it, she brought up one point um, that she she said, I never want to go back to that point again with you. And and that was I, I had a, a neck surgery and I had a brace on my neck and I couldn't drive. And um, I owed a bookmaker a good chunk of money. And, and I couldn't drive to meet him on, on New Jersey Turnpike um, at, at one of the stop stations up by the bridge. And um, she came in from Denver um, to take care of me with my neck, and I convinced her to take me to pay for the bookmaker. Right? And um, her being pretty innocent in, in all her life, and, and I asked her to do this. She was reluctant, but she did. And she sat in the car while I got out of the car and went into um, my bookmaker's car. And, and she told me the story that she thought that the bookmaker was going to kill me, that the bookmaker would break my leg, or something was going to happen. You know, the typical stereotype that she had seen in the movies or heard about was all going through her mind, and, and it scared her a lot. Um, and, and when she was telling me that, I could see her emotions going on to it. And that was tough for me to accept um, that, um, to see her go through that. It wasn't just about the amends um, part on and say, I'm sorry, and, and uh, you know, I, I hope this never happens again. It, it was really dealing with her emotions that I put it through. Um, 
And then the other interesting factor that happened when doing the amends um, was the people that I, I didn't even know I affected. All right, and, and Todd indicated a little bit about that. But when I was making amends to some of the people and, and talking to them about my situation, out comes the conversation. Oh, you know what you really did to this person? You screwed over. And and as soon as they mentioned it, I remember the the, the time and the place of it. All right. But they didn't think I bothered. They said, "Well, I'm part of my my destruction at that time." All right, but seeing me go, them seeing me going through my destruction, all right, and realize something's not right, um, did bother them, and and that opened up a whole other door of going back and and relooking um, at my list to um, talk to people about. Um, so it, it it was refreshing. It 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 was a pain, obvious. But it, it was such a relief to get it out, even to the people that didn't accept it or, or told me, go, you know, go scratch, go F yourself, you know, get out of my life. I don't want to be part. Even that, it was still closure to me that I was able to move on. And, and that's what this step meant to me. And that's it.